Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Hey, welcome back. Episode 107, Next Door Neighbors podcast. How you doing? 107 already, huh? We're there. We're there. Yeah, we're there. Happy Friday. Yep, happy Friday as well. We're getting ready to, to take off with the kids to the cabin. Uh, coming from 71 degrees here down to raining and snowing. With a balmy 40 degrees. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. <laughs> I'm looking forward to And you were going to like wanting to cancel. And I was like, well, there's a hot tub in the cabin, which is great. That's what you go there for. But also I built the sauna out there, which is like mm-hmm. one of the best parts to go up there when it's cold. That's true. It's better when it's cold. I think you're still calibrated for like summertime activities. Well, I think even the fall, it's still kind of fun to for the kids to hang outside. I think it was more like thinking about kids because if we're all just... Think about who? All the kids. Why? <laughs> well, if we're all just stuck in the cabin and it's raining, yeah, we're going to get so sick of them. But people, <laughs> are, people go to cabins not when it's like fair weather. Yeah. Well, I... I when it's snowing, they still go outside. When they I'm snow- sure they'll still be outside. So in you're in your mind, it's like you either go there in the summertime or you go there in the wintertime. There's no like in between seasons. We, well, spring is we well. always spring go well. in the spring and fall. Okay, fall. I just feel like it's the rainy weather kind of because even when it's cold, they can go outside. But when it's raining, why can't they go in the rain? I mean, I guess they'll have to. They can go collect water. <laughs> But also it, it, for the I, rain gauges, I, I'm actually looking forward to the rain because first of all, we don't get it that often in Idaho. And second of all, it creates the whole cabin atmosphere a lot mm, more cozy. It's a cozy feel with all with the fireplace and which is probably broken because it hasn't been working recently. It was work. Oh, unless I don't it know. Was unless working. unless uh, they got it working again. Better be working. I need the whole shebang. I need the fireplace. I need some hot cocoa or like apple you don't cider. drink hot cocoa. Well, I like the idea of hot cocoa. <laughs> And then like a blanket, just like a really cozy. Maybe a glass of wine. Maybe a glass of wine. But you can't have a glass of wine. I can't even have. That's why I have to have hot cocoa. Sober October, day 21, doing strong. Uh, What's your feedback? Because this is kind of probably the last like update on Sober October. Oh, that's right. We did the first one. We're three weeks into it. We got one more week to go. Well, I think it's hard because it's like I've gone nine months, you know, without drinking. Okay. Three times. You've gone nine months. That's right. Is it easier when you're pregnant yeah. to go? Like, well, because you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can't this was just be a like, choice. You can't just be like, yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go get hammered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With my seven month belly. Right. No, I think it's easier because it's just like, well, this is it. I'm pregnant. This is you have no choice when it, this is harder. I thought it's been harder when we've done other months because it's a choice and you are like, okay, I'm doing this. I know I can have a drink. It's just, there's a bottle of wine just sitting in my fridge right now. And, and I cider. can't drink it. There's cider as well. That is some self-discipline. Do you know how many times? Going in that fridge in the garage every day, just looking at the bottle of wine, staring at me. Honestly. Especially after a hard day, especially on my period. Yes. That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> you just told people your cycle. They're going to know now. <laughs> They're going to do the math. I... In fact, what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to do the math when you started and all that Gross. stuff. But and, nobody knows when I started. But then, well, listen, I'm just people saying will I'm find out in if thick people of it. have found out my, our address before, based off of a small little like street <laughs> sign. 
They'll know. Trust me, they'll find out. Based on like the pitch of my voice. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. Which and so day? next time I do a video where you dislike something, they're like, Irina, it's probably, your, I it's mean, time. based off the calculations, it sounds like you're about to yeah. go premenstrual. Are you, yeah. Are you having premenstrual syndrome? Yeah. Do your breast feel AKA fuller? Yeah, PMS, yeah. <laughs> That's what you know. Is your back a little crampy? You don't want people to know that much information about you. Yeah. But uh, fridge. overall, I don't think I've had any cravings for alcohol. I miss bourbon, but I haven't been like, man, if only I had. If, if anything, I did realize this. Uh, the like when the day is winding down, I've realized I definitely shouldn't have any alcohol because what ends up happening. So let's say it's like a Thursday and the we, you know, I finish work. And then now we're taking the kids to sporting practice, well, football mm -hmm. practice. And then it's like 7.30, we're going home. We caught dinner in between. And then you're like, usually I'm like, oh, I just want like a nice little bourbon on the rock. But then as I'm driving home, I'm already tired. And I know that if I have that, I'm probably going to fall asleep. Yeah. Because it's going to re relax, relax me even more. If anything, I need to like drink some kind of stimulant out at, at that point, like, <laughs> like a caffeinated tea or something. <laughs> You should get into green tea or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I thought it, it would be harder because I remember we did dry January a couple years ago. Two years ago. Coming up on two that's years. All, yeah. that, that's, that's correct. That, that would be a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not two yet. So anyway. Uh -huh. But I feel like last time it was so much harder. And I don't know if it's because we did it with like two other couples and we were all kind of texting each other about how miserable we were. And so it just like added to this like, oh, uh, feeling. Mm -hmm. This time we both of you and I went into it going like, we're going to do this. We're like, we were like ready for it. The mindset was different, maybe. Mm -hmm. What do you think the difference was? Uh, you know, it's interesting because it feels easier to you as well, right? It does feel easier to me, uh, but uh, and uh, the mindset is definitely a thing. But I don't think by people texting in the group text being like, "Oh, I just want to drink right now," I think if anything, it's there's almost like a sake of sense of camaraderie for me, where oh, like we're in I it didn't together. Feel that. I think to me, what made it different is, and and this is I think me kind of feeding off your energy. It's like. In last January, you were heavily staging and yeah. you had hard days of work. And so when you come home after hard days of work and you go, oh, I just want a glass of wine. To me, now I'm dealing with your negative energy yeah. and now I'm thinking about it. That's so I'm dealing, true. But Maybe when, that was a stage of life. That's why it was harder. I guess I didn't think about that. But when now when I come home, when I'm done working, I try to stay positive and then you try to stay positive and then therefore we just stay in this like positive mm -hmm. atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So I think that's... You know, I think it's I think even if you're like, oh, I just want to drink right now, that would be totally fine for me. It, it, the part that becomes a problem is if that all of a sudden you're energy. like, yes, yes. And just like sulking and having a bad attitude. Because then at that point, I'm like, go have a freaking drink. It's not yeah. worth it. You know, dealing yeah. with you're going to be like this. Yeah. Well, I think that was the point of doing this over October was like to feel better. And to if you're like feeling negative. Like, yeah, let's go have a freaking drink. Who cares? But uh, like, absolutely. Yeah, I I haven't had that. I think it's only hard and it's not like it's that hard, but I, I notice it more when it's these social, social situations of like everybody's out and they're getting drinks, but that doesn't bother me. I think you just notice it more mm -hmm. like, Ooh, you know, like, um, a few days ago I went out for a birthday and we got pedicures and somebody brought like a bottle of Prosecco. You can do that at a nail salon. Oh yeah. Oh. Most of them will let you. And so everybody had like a glass and mm -hmm. I was like the only one, but 
like I was more aware of it and was like, oh, that'd be fun. But at the same time, it like wasn't bothering me. Like, oh my gosh, you weren't. You're just not like thinking. You're not miserable. Yeah. Well, we had some people over for dinner last week, and they didn't know we're doing sober October. And I was like, can I get you guys weird. a drink? Yeah, mentioning it to people because they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, well, okay. and that was that's what I'm going with. It's it's here. I'm pouring other people drinks, and at no point was I like, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have to. I was like, no, no, I want you to enjoy. It. And and it's weird because. I'm not like licking my lips going, if only I had a sip, like, mm-hmm. let me, let me smell your breath or something like that. It's more, I actually feel, <laughs> I actually feel Breathe more, into me. I actually feel more proud of myself going like, yeah, yeah. Enjoy. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, yeah. let me get myself a Diet Coke. <laughs> you, you kill yourself, but I do. Yeah. I'm going to be. Listen, you gonna, are ruining your body. You ruin your body. Yeah. I'm going to just drink my Diet Coke. That doesn't I, ruin your body I'm at gonna, all. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> what is the deal with Diet Coke? Why? It has aspartame, which is like supposed to be like horrible for you. Okay. Is that and like the chemicals? Okay, you don't. You, you're throwing bro science at me right now. Okay, you're you're what you're responding. But to you know what aspartame is, is. I I've heard of aspartame. Okay, I've let heard me look it up. Things. So yeah, know. go ahead. I've heard of things. People saying that it causes cancer. Yeah. Which, but but then again, drinking plastic bottled water that's been in your car causes cancer as well. So there's many a things that cause cancer. So I don't know. That's true. I don't and know. There's, I guess, it kind of is bro science because is there actual scientific proof? Or is that what just they're connecting? Because when you say something is horrible for you, we could say that about Skittles. Of course. Did you know that Skittles are actually banned in certain European countries? Oh, my gosh. There's probably so much candy that is like so, so bad with the red dye 40 and the yellow dye, whatever that's called, yellow Mm -hmm. fiber or something. Yeah. All those things. But that's what I mean by Diet Coke is there's a lot of stuff we don't know what's in it. So when people say it's terrible for you, that it, there's so many things that are terrible for yeah. you. Donuts are terrible for you. Pasta is terrible yes. for you. It, it, I think that's what, the list and that's on. what people mean is like you're, you're just adding one extra thing that's bad for sure. you. And I but, think you're demonizing and saying like, no, there, people are almost say like when when they say it, oh my gosh, it's terrible for you. They're they're almost equating that as you're doing meth. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is like it's as equally. Um, well, did you what you find on it? Because I'm, I'm curious to find it, because if it's really that destructive, it, it wouldn't pass any kind of FDA stuff. Well, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. That right. FDA but FDA passes. But, that's probably shouldn't. That's why the food in Europe, we've talked about this before, is so correct. much better because they don't allow. Correct. Th- these kind of like harsh things in their food, the ingredients. Mm-hmm. What are you finding? Nothing yet? Maybe it's not well, real. Well, it's not. Maybe it's not real. Yeah. I don't know. I just Ooh, think. Let's what? read this. What happens in your body when you you drink a Diet Coke? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, aspartame is artificial sweetener. Okay. We drink um, a lot of uh, artificial sweeteners. Yeah. So that's why it's a lot of times people say, might as well just drink Coke because you're getting actual sugar. Sure. But from like your body's going, cane. what the freak is this when you have yeah. that much sugar? Oh, yeah. Of course. And that's not good either. That's so ter- just that's don't drink any terrible. kind of. Coke is basically that's the, the only yeah. alternative. But they yeah. add sugar to wine. So um, aspartame Which, I mean, is artificial sweetener in Diet Coke and most sugar-free beverages. Converts into formaldehyde in the body and has been shown to cause tumors in lab animals. Hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. But All of a sudden, Skittles are not that bad <laughs> at this point. <laughs> So Red dye 40 is pretty okay, bad. So too, my qu- my yeah. follow-up question, is aspartame in every Diet Coke or is that what it used to be in? And now they change the sweetener. No, I think it's still in it. We should look. Because I don't think I've looked at a thing. And 
Um, let me see. I feel like it's probably still in it because that's how you get that flavor. It would change the flavor yeah, profile. Yeah, it would change. I'm, but I'm also guessing that if they're finding tumor growth in lab rats, then first of all, here's my argument. And I know we test everything on mice first, uh, mice and rats. Um, in fact, there's a study I just shared with you just a couple of weeks ago about cold plunge. They tested mm -hmm. it on mice. All this stuff is done on mice. The big question that I have is, number one, are our bodies equally comparable to mice and right. in the lines of the size of their organs or the function of their organs like our our bodies are capable of breaking down certain things like alcohol uh sugars carbohydrates mm -hmm. can the mice's body break down those things equally right, right. we test medicine equal, on them right yeah. i get that but is it the same rate of conversion? Like is a mouse liver or a kidney uh, or pancreas at the same efficiency as a human pancreas or mm -hmm. liver? Hmm. That's interesting. So basically mm -hmm. you can drink Diet Coke as long as you do the cold plunge after. As long as you do the cold plunge. <laughs> because it will get rid of that Cause, tumor. Because the tumor, yeah. The, the, the sign, the, for people who don't know what we're talking about, there was an article that came out like two weeks ago from this podcast uh, when this podcast was being recorded, that they saw mice submerged to 39, 37, 39 degrees Fahrenheit temperatures for 20 days consecutively revealed a stagnant or decreased growth of tumors mm -hmm. and cancer cells. So that's where they're starting seeing that cold plunge therapy. Um, again, very beneficial. They're, they're comparing it yeah. to mice so um, or testing it on mice. If you want to like cancel it out. Right. <laughs> It's, Just it, do that. I think, to me, it's not that I like really like Diet Coke or anything. I think we usually will have like, I'll have a glass of wine. You'll have bourbon after we put the kids down, and we're just like watching something and lounging. Like mm -hmm. that's our time. So now we found something different to else mm -hmm. to do that. And I love. I look forward to that. I look forward to like just us on the couch, me with my little fleece blanket, cozy. And just hanging out and it's nice to have something whether it's a snack or i will say i'm kind of making a little mental list of things that i'm gonna continue to well things that i've learned about myself from taking this break uh and things that i maybe new habits i'm definitely gonna i appreciate and not lose mm -hmm. or the benefits of not consuming alcohol um for example i think for sure i'm gonna stick to not having alcohol like after seven or something like that because the depth of sleep that i've been going into consistently i have been sleeping a lot better in too. 21 days that i mean we're sitting on 21 days right now mm -hmm. uh, the i've had only maybe one bad sleep and that bad sleep was due to your coughing in yeah. the middle of the night Excuse so me. you ruined my perfect track record first of all uh but i'm sorry but even with that bad sleep it wasn't as terrible like you it still was, fell back asleep it was still like a b level sleep compared to my old ways of sleeping right you know what i mean so that's something that i i see how incredible it is and i'm kind of really the interesting thing that. is that for me it took like three days three to four days to actually get into like that better sleep cycle do is you it, feel like that is it because you were withdrawing maybe <laughs> no uh, well like i feel like yeah. the first three days i was yeah. like i'm not noticing any difference in sleep mm -hmm. and then on like the fourth or fifth day i had like a really good night's sleep and i was like 
oh yeah okay maybe it just took a little bit for my body to be like okay i do remember where i was with mark and he's like so is there any benefits and i was like yeah i think i'm like i think i said at that point like day four or something like that three three or four of, of no booze he's like so how are the benefits you know are you sleeping better or anything like that i was like no man it's about the same mm-hmm. and then next thing you know the following day yeah, so it must have been the it same was like for a you. perfect like perfect sleep and perfect falling asleep every single time i i feel like there's been a few days here and there where i didn't sleep well i think it's more like just my brain I couldn't turn it off mm-hmm. whether it was like something that happened that i'm like thinking about but i feel like i was able to i fall asleep a lot quicker than mm-hmm. I usually do mm. and like stay asleep yeah. versus if like I've been drinking, I feel like I wake up a million times. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like the body's still processing it, even though you had it a while ago. Such a while ago. In- so interesting. And I mean, I, I feel, I don't feel like I feel different other than that though. Yeah. Yeah. Besides like losing a little bit more like of the, the belly. Yeah. The, the water, Pooch. the water, weight the water weight. Yeah. It was the same for me. I definitely saw a decrease in how clothes were an improvement of how clothes were fitting. You look like amazing. Tight jeans. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> back at you. Right back at you. Yeah. Is, do you. Yeah. And I don't have. And you know what? I I thought I was going to be more patient <laughs> with the kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm not like it's <laughs> so it's about even playing field. You well, know? because it's not like. I don't, I'm, it's not like alcohol changes no, us. It's no. just, I, I I just like that social aspect of it. I think a lot of times or. I'm like that about heroin. When you, <laughs> I do it socially. Yeah, I do I don't, heroin socially. Only on the weekends. I, I feel like I like the, like I said, the social aspect, but I also like, I like these little moments that we create. And a lot of times it is, you know, alcohol is involved in mm-hmm. that, whether it's us Well, it's having, a social lubricant, right? Not maybe but i just feel like i like i like when you and i have these sometimes we'll do like cocktail hour mm-hmm. you know when it's like summertime and the kids aren't in school and and then it's between that's like, where the whole family has cocktails everyone <laughs> yeah kids get wine but it's just a, a kind of an opportunity for us to just r- sit down relax talk it's definitely something that brings people together for sure yeah like it and it doesn't have to be alcohol it's just i mean honestly it could be anything it could be sitting around with some diet cokes i do think being a social lubricant and in, in moderation I what do does think that mean social lubricant it, it means that it like relaxes you to it, it takes the edge off of you so like if you right now went to a, an, a, a group of like acquaintances that are like hey we're going bowling and you're like well i don't know no. these people that well mm. you're probably going to be in your head and you're probably going to be reserved until you get unwind. Somebody comes up and talks to you. But as a social lubricant, it basically takes the edge off where you you're like, I'm going to go there and I'm not going to have a problem. You're not mm, in your head. And you're like, relaxed. sure, I'll chat with somebody. It's it's that's a social lubricant. Mm, that makes sense. It just yeah. kind of. Yeah, it takes the, the edge off and the nerves off. And then you kind of go you. It gets you out of your own way. Right. That's right. the best way to put it. Gets you out of your home. I think when it's done in moderation, I think it's being a social lubricant, whether it's just at home with your family or somewhere else in moderation. I think it, it helps. Listen, certain people for sure, the way their alcohol, the way their body and their brain breaks it down, it truly affects them in a negative way. Mm -hmm. I've heard stories of people that they'll have, you know, one or two drinks, which leads to a bunch more drinks. 
and that causes them to get really angry, very violent. They make ridiculous mm -hmm. decisions. They take, they, they, they overanalyze things and they read into things. They become violent. Like those are, those are truly people I've met before and their body goes into self-destructive mode. Next right. to, they, some of them have even said like when they do have a few drinks and they get a buzz on, they want more and then they go do Coke. Like, and they're trying it's just to stay like they away. can't keep it into, in this like, correct. Uh, moderation yeah they, they don't there's none of that like let me get a, a, a pulse on reality kind of mm. thing oh maybe i shouldn't have it just, another it one. just escalates maybe i shouldn't drive maybe uh, maybe yeah. though the, there's that there's truly those kind of people and i mm. think a lot of those people come from some quite a bit of trauma that that this is kind of separating them from right um but I, but what it does in moderation to you know a vast majority of people who treat it responsibly is it helps, and I speak this for myself, it helps you not take yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, like it'll make you, let's say after a stressful day, when you use terminology like unwinding, to go and the kids go, can you come play basketball with me? And you don't want to go play basketball, but you're like, sure, wh what's the harm in that? Or, hey, dad, can I have a treat after? Like, sure. You take yourself far more seriously. It gets you out of your own way. And uh, that could be a very positive thing. Right. So. Well, I also feel like alcohol is just does something with age and drinking mm -hmm. doesn't line up. So I, I do feel like I will probably after this just not, I don't know, just like really try not to drink as much during the week. Yeah, I, I think it's we'll fair. We'll see though. Yeah. <laughs> when, my, my, when, my, my, when I am on my period, everything's like all the rules are thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. It's uh, no, I, 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 I definitely agree with you. I've, I've noticed how much water has been like my body's retaining from it and how quickly, like, like I said, in 10, in one week I lost 10 pounds and that 10 pounds is not fat or, or muscle. It's just water. It's straight up water. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can lose 10 pounds of fat or 10 pounds of muscle in just in a that. week. Yeah, and, and you're still working out. I'm so still you working wouldn't out. Be muscle. Well, you, you could still if you're if you're not like having enough protein, you could still lose muscle, mm. uh, or have not don't have enough calories. But um, it's uh, it's strictly body fat, and so it has to be. You know, it's definitely a motivating factor. Where you're like, well, let's make sure we don't like. It goes to show what you're saying about getting older. You yeah. could. You want to sleep well. Here, you want to feel good. Here, so it's like, what what do I need to cut out to? to feel that way and yeah. it seems like some of it is that <laughs> what's wild to me is that my diet always consists of like intermittent fasting like 18 hours a day and i'll only have one meal a day i'll have basically not eat breakfast night eat lunch i'll have like a four o'clock snack and then dinner at like 5 30 and then i'm done by seven and then no alcohol no food till the next day four o'clock ish right snack and w working out six days a week and so I was still unhappy with a lot of like the results that I saw. I was happy and yet unhappy about other ones. Mm -hmm. But what's wild to me is doing the sober October, I'm still not eating breakfast, but I'm like replacing the cravings with like lunch. So like if at noon I'm like thirsty for something, I'll just have some lunch. Right. And then, you know, have dinner and then like dessert or something like that. And what's wild is I'm still having better results while eating more yeah. and eating like drinking diet cokes and eating dessert 
and having one extra meal. So now I'm having lunch and dinner and breads, which I usually avoid. And you still look better than you did. And when I you still eat. look better than avoiding all of those things. And then must be nice, Alex. <laughs> must be nice. No, but what it goes to show is like how much destruction alcohol can do yeah. to your body after yeah. a certain age. I think it so much of it is age. I feel that way, same way too. Although it is interesting because I do f feel the same. I'm like eating not as well as I did, yeah. but I was replacing like right now it's more dessert or like we'll do a little bit more. Like we didn't do any bread, but now we'll do like some flour tortillas with tacos mm -hmm. or something. And even with that, I, I feel the same. I'm like, I guess with, alcohol because for me it's wine which has sugar in it mm -hmm. so that was what like all my calories probably or like um, sugar was coming from this fly man yeah keeps like going right in my yeah there's quite a bit of flies this is kind of really <laughs> annoying season You're, like sitting right on the microphone i know <laughs> yeah so for me i think it was wine i was consuming these like empty calories well yeah wine sugar. has so much sugar yeah. in it for sure but i love wine so much yeah we all do listen all it's do. it's just you don't father time gets us all <laughs> we just get listen old. if I you feel offer like we me... have so many episodes about this getting, yeah. old, getting old staying healthy that's okay that's the name of the podcast the name next yeah. door neighbors that are getting old <laughs> <laughs> your next door neighbors getting old what are your thoughts on uh just to shift topic a little bit on the project that i wrapped up right now um if you're listening to this podcast, uh, yeah, this one's audio only. Uh, has it been released yet? It hasn't been released though. The furniture, the the patio furniture video has not. So, the video um, that I'm releasing next is building a patio set, um, couch and big like lounging chair. And the idea was finding. We found this like ten thousand dollars set. It's kind of ridiculous because it's like a three person couch. And then a one-person chair. They look very comfy. They're kind of low to the ground, slanted back, upholstery on top, um, slats on the back, and and then uh, like black accent marks in in, in between the, the the side arms. And what was so the premise was like of behind this video is building this ten thousand dollars set for way cheaper. In fact, I built this set they're selling for ten grand. I basically built a replica for eight hundred bucks, eight hundred fifty mm -hmm. bucks. And I wanted to get your take on what do you think of the project and B, why would something like that cost so much money? I, well, okay. So first of all, I think you did a great job. It looks really good, but is it the only thing that I'm like, is it really a set? Cause it's just a couch and a chair. Usually isn't it a set like a couch and two chairs or like two couches. Well, maybe I'm using the wrong word for a set, but it, I, the way I'm looking for, there's one couch that's being sold, and that couch was like sixty five hundred, six thousand, or six. But it wasn't. Was it sold as a set? No, it's just the couch itself oh, was six grand. Six, and then you added the chair, which made it okay. It, six and a half for the chair, or six and a half for the couch, three theater couch, and then thirty five hundred for the chair. Mm -hmm. So ten thousand just together for that thing. I think, I think I said this on the video, but. Outdoor furniture, like quality outdoor furniture is so expensive. And I am not really sure why. I wonder if they use just more um, substantial wood mm -hmm. because you don't want it to weather. You want it to last. You want it to be heavy. But I also think a lot of it is the cushions because they use, uh, a lot of times they use the umbrella, like the weather, resistant. special weather resistant um 
what is it called? Cushions. Right. But there, I don't think there's such thing as weather resistant. They're cushions. not. I mean, they're not. Okay. Water resistant, which doesn't mean waterproof. No. It just means it, it's supposed to clean a little easier and be a little Correct. bit more durable. But all That's cushions. It. So the cushions that I bought were the same. It's the same. Yeah. But right. they were less expensive. They were definitely. I, I spent. It's that umbrella fabric. It's okay. for whatever reason, which on our other sofas that I bought. Mm-hmm. Which how much did you spend on th- that set? It was two couches and two chairs. Um, Roughly. Gosh, let me think. I think Six? it was about 800 per couch. And that's two couches. That's actually and a really good deal compared to this couch. That I built. No, but those are love seats. You built a whole couch. Well, no, there aren't. No. Oh, yeah. yeah those are love seats. Yeah. They're yeah. Just, Maybe they were more. They were about 800. Mm-hmm per love seat and then i think the chairs were 400 each interesting yeah which that is more on the cheaper side that's why i got them right <laughs> they're like still c- kind of substantial they're heavy but they're on the cheaper side and i think i did get them on sale so maybe that's why i'm remembering them being cheaper but like if you're going to pottery barn or crate and barrel or any of those like you know more quality should be quality stores it's like thousands of dollars for one item right yeah the one that you found that was extra expensive it was extra and it was on wayfair that's that's another thing sometimes they have uh depending on the brand because they sell other brand stuff Uh uh-huh it's called mata m-a-t so it must be the brand whatever that brand is m-a-t-o mato Mm. mata tomato yep there was a tomato (laughs) so yeah so i i get it's just hard to. Write. I think that one was just. A, some of them are just really expensive, and that, who knows? Like maybe if we were to see it in person, we would understand. Like okay, this like feels. It's a like when way. you see like a West Elm couch versus like an IKEA couch. Yeah, that kind of maybe saying? that is. Yeah, I don't know, but it's still it's such it's a like huge crazy. jump because the furniture that we had that we still have for the for our patio that you bought that you were just talking about. That feels like a good quality piece mm-hmm. of furniture at a fraction of the cost of right. what. So what is it that makes it? That's the big thing. It's so they is say it the it's type made of wood. Of, well, they said it's made out of teak, and teak is a very expensive wood. It's so what uh, is that? Because teak, it it it's what I would call an outdoor wood, right? They use it on vintage boats. Yeah. They use I think it. A lot on, of furniture is made out of teak. If you outside. have any like benches that you want to put in your shower, that's it's usually made out of teak. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a piece of wood that lives in the in in water essentially. Uh, oh, okay. But from my understanding, you still have to seal it. So at the end of the day, wood is wood, but whatever you sealing it with is what's protecting it from mm-hmm. getting damaged. So where I'm going with this is essentially you could take a a, a piece of wood like pine. And then completely seal it with five coats of urethane varnish. Mm-hmm. Or um, I used uh, Flex Seal, which is like this uh, Flex Seal Clear, which is like a, a rubberized coating, clear rubberized coating. Mildew resistant, water moisture, the whole thing resistant. And the theory is, is that will be, and well, UV is a big one because the sun rays is what breaks down the coating. The so weather's if, it, yeah. Well, right. So if you use, so if you use like clear coat, right? Clear coat that I would use on, let's say, a, a bed frame. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice, clear, and all that stuff. If I put that on a piece of furniture in uh, in the patio, the sun, the rays from the UV rays from the sun will actually break down that clear coat, and then moisture gets into the mm-hmm. wood, and then it destroys it. Mm-hmm. But if something is has UV resistance, 
then those UV shouldn't be breaking should down. Should be just as durable. Therefore, as... it's it's the bubble boy, right? It's yeah. protected inside of the thing. So I don't see the benefits using teak wood for outdoor furniture when you still have to seal that teak wood with oils and stuff like that. Hmm. I guess I never really thought about that. It's it, to me in my pers- my 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 perspective. I think it's 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 a complete waste of money. Ten thousand dollars. Unless it's a, a really wild design or a ginormous... And it didn't look that like... No. It just looked like a standard outdoor furniture that was just That's wood it. with That's cushions. And exactly. they, were, they were like white. Yeah. Which I don't... There's nothing that durable that will like... Won't get dirty outside. No. Between the leaves and like the dirt and everything. Correct. You cannot keep anything clean. No. Unless you literally cover it every night. Unless you cover it every night, and even if you had a roof on top, there's still dust that goes. We have pollen Always, that, that yeah. gets covered everywhere. Leaves, so. Yeah, it's just all of it. Just you. That's you. Just have to know that with outdoor furniture. Definitely. So outdoor, it's like, is it worth it? Outdoor furniture definitely is. It's really difficult to find a cheap, uh, like yeah. an inexpensive set. Like, well, that's what I mean. It's all of them are pretty expensive. The ones that I bought were one of the cheaper ones, and then it goes down to like cheaper than that but it's like horrible quality. it's like lowe's quality yeah. you, like the wicker stuff yes or like just metal right or, which is just it doesn't hold up mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on plastic outdoor furniture <laughs> i think it's beautiful it withstands the test of time and even though plastic look that's another thing about plastic like all of it will deteriorate unless it's like sealed really well because mm-hmm. plastic dehydrates right so as yeah. the weather gets cold and hot that tends to dehydrate so the plastic. So what does metal do? Just like rust? Metal is usually cut, coated in in a like a very durable paint. Uh, not mm-hmm. even paint. It'll they, what they'll do is uh, powder coat it. So essentially, is it's bare metal and then they magnetize powdered paint, uh, and they create uh, a magnetic field between the metal and the gun that's spraying it. And so this powder essentially through like static electricity covers the entire piece of metal all in powder hmm. that you can rub off with your hands, but it's basically hanging on a rack and then you put it in the oven for like this giant walk-in oven at like 450 degrees or something like that for like 20 minutes and the like powder the powder melts melts and then it basically liquefies on top and so it's like solidified so it's huh. like it's it's pretty durable it's very durable. so bikes your by every bicycle it's not painted it's well maybe it's painted but that's basically usually powder coating mm. every motorcycle part is not painted it's powder coated that's the most durable way of doing it uh, but even then as soon as as soon as you metal is interesting because even though everything's coated there's usually a small little weld spot or something that's weak and water gets in there and a little bit of rust starts growing it bigger and bigger and then once it's, it starts it's or it. or maybe there's a little chip so or here's a great example let's say you take this patio side it's perfect right everything's powder coated perfectly or painted even perfectly you put it on the ground and then somebody either creates a small scratch on it or you're dragging along the ground. So therefore, the underneath part gets scratched a little bit. Well, now that gets exposed to moisture and then now rust starts building up. So basically all outdoor furniture. Everything is, everything is everything, mortal. <laughs> everything dies. Yeah. What's the point? What is the point of even having outdoor yeah. furniture? Just sit on the grass. Sit on the ground. Get one of those milk crates. Easy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. And if it you just... If it goes bad, if it breaks, you just throw it away, get a new one. Yeah. Well, right now it's not the time to be talking about <laughs> patio furniture because there's patio seasons coming to an end. That's so. true. So I don't think I asked you what your next project is after. Uh, I'm building a golf simulator. Of course you are. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, at first I thought you were joking. My addiction. And then I realized he's not joking immediately. I've never understood addiction. I've never understood addictions 
I've understood that they're destructive, but I've never felt addiction until I started golf. I will have to disagree. Why? Well, here's why. (laughs) Not that you've had addictions, but you've always had these like things that you are very passionate about. And that's one of the things I really love about you is Mm -hmm. you are like all in. Thankfully, with me, am I passionate love with you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you like you've always been all in. It wasn't like yeah. all in and then like boom, yeah, yeah. I'm done. You're like I'm into blondes now. <laughs> <laughs> I can go blonde. Yeah, I feel like I like how you're adaptable. You're like, <laughs> what do you want? I don't do? care. Yeah, you've had these a lot since we were married. You've had these like moments in time where you are all in on something. So the first one was we got married. You had your 64 Ford truck yes. and you were restoring it. First of all, props that you remember what how, what year it was. I know. It was a teal. Yeah. You, that was like your project. You kind of got like consumed by that and uh-huh. it was like your passion. And then you decided to sell it and you got a Cause Jeep. Because I, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> and then you, Jeeps became your thing. You're right. like, you know what? I'm a Jeep guy now. Yeah, yeah. This is we're me. off-roading. Yeah. So you did that for a while. And then you have these moments where like, I think something else sparks your attention and you're like, okay. And then it was, you got really into bow hunting. Mm -hmm. You got yourself a new bow. And then after that, you got really into guns. Mm -hmm. So that like you you were buying, not just to, you just liked the hobby of Mm -hmm. like collecting the guns. And then you kind of got back into, I feel like bow bows because you wanted to hunt. And then what was that after that? I feel like there was something else. Do you remember anything else? I think, but I do feel like I think the transition was bow, then guns. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the... I, I got skiing. into... Skiing. You got really into skiing, but that's only seasonal. That's a seasonal so thing like we you regularly do. Yeah. But it was just funny because I feel like throughout our marriage, you've had... You've been like all in, like consumed by that. And wake surfing was another wake one. Wake surfing, yeah. and, which is seasonal too. So right. you can't really be consumed by mm-hmm. it all year long. But now it's golf, which yeah. is like, you're like, okay, there's this new thing. But if, if but I feel like golf is going to st- stick around for you. I, I, I The only reason I say addiction to it is because the level of magnitude that it consumes me, uh, none of those Porsche, other things. that was another one. You got Porsche. really into the Porsches. the cars. And I'm still into them. I still have mine. You do. Yeah. But you know how like it kind of tapers off after a little right. bit? And before, you yeah, you start watching thing. every Porsche video. But in my defense, the watching every Porsche video is before I had a Porsche. That's true. And, and then you got it. And, and then, you're like, well. Then you're like, why am I watching yeah. other people's <laughs> Porsches if I have I my own? drive my own. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I But again, my argument is that when I, I call all those things uh, hobbies and passions, but when I say addiction, this is like a lifestyle. I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was like, "Is he gonna quit YouTube and just like golf?" Can I can I be honest with you? It definitely crossed my mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, how is he gonna no, make money? No, no, no. no. Not quit. Golf. Not quit YouTube and go, golf. I meant more like I've had a thought of starting a golf. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Maybe you should. How else can you write this stuff off, Mister? Mr. Swing It Mr. or something. Well, that sounds like a swingers. Yeah, thing. that's true. We'll have to come up with a name. No, no, no. I'm not you playing. Just do Mr. Build a Golf. I, I don't. I'm not good enough to yeah. to even. But start you could that be. Kind of You're. I do feel like this is more a, a next level of hobby for you. It's okay. Here's an example of how it, it's it's an addiction and obsession. So last night I was in the garage. Uh, on the mini simulator and the little catching net swinging clubs, getting things down. Which in. you also do every night, every, every night. evening. And then I came in on the couch and started watching YouTube <laughs> videos of like improving my swing. Yeah. And then 
today, this morning, I, I play a round of nine hole every morning. On, yeah. on, also, you on, sent me some on, sort of on a video, which I haven't watched yet. Uh, on Friday, oh, that's Chris Pratt. Yeah. It was Chris Pratt because he's a golfer as well. Oh. And he's like basically talking about like, I don't get it. Like, I, you know, I go out, I play golf. I'm absolutely terrible. I, it's, it takes so much of my energy, so much of the time. I, I'm, I'm terrible at it. All this energy that I'm giving to it, by this point, I could have been writing a book. Like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. And I was like, I'm going to sell this stuff. And then you get that one good shot and you go, oh, baby, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I will do this so, forever. So That's was, probably why people love it so much and become addicted yes. is because you get that like, there's something about it. Keeps it keeps making you come back for more even yeah. when it's a terrible day. Yeah. And it's making you so optimistic from hole to hole. Because you're like, I did it once. I could do it again. You you had a, a great hole and then you have terrible holes and you go, well, okay, we have plenty of golf to play. Like you, I could still turn mm -hmm. it around. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So like I said, this was last night. And then this morning played mm -hmm. around a nine hole. Uh, did okay. Not my best, but did okay. Um, and then took a shower, did a sauna thing, went in the cold plunge, went back on the simulator. <laughs> of course you did. So it's the amount of energy. I also saw your little the pitching tent by the door. The pitching net that I'm bringing. Yeah. yeah. Bringing some stuff to, to McCall. So it's, it just truly takes a, it, it just, it, I'm obsessed about it. Yeah. It's, I, I've never, I've had passions and excitements, but I'm definitely obsessed about it. And yeah. it's fun. I guess to me, I didn't realize how many people actually golf and love to golf. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost everyone. Yeah. yeah. I never really realized that. Yeah. I wouldn't Especially say, men. I wouldn't, I wouldn't over exaggerate and say almost everyone, but it, there's, it feels like almost everyone. It's definitely, yeah. they've either done it yeah. or do it, um, yeah. golf. Yeah. Even some people that don't do it regularly, they still will go out like yeah. every like few months or something yeah. like that. So it's like, yeah. I guess it was, I just expected. It's kind of like skiing, right? Yeah. If from everybody kind of does it. Everybody, yeah. Some people either do it a few times a year and other people do it That's every true. weekend. That's true. It was yeah. just, it's, I mean, I'm all for it, babe. Yeah. I'm here for it. Well, you listen, let's get you out there I'll, on the simulator. You have, you have, I will drive you, have, you around you 12, all you day. You have 12, 12 golf skirts, a yeah. set of clubs. Just get That's you out what there. I'm here for. I'm here to look cute and drive you around. Hey, and, you're and when we're back to drinking, yeah. I'm going to be just having my cocktail on the golf course. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, guys, thanks for sticking around on this one. It's been fun. Uh, yeah, rate and review if you can. It helps with the algorithm. Uh, watch it on YouTube. We'll see you next yes. time. Bye. Bye-bye.